The Tao of Self-Confidence, Episode 760. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits. Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yap-Chan, and today I have a phenomenal lady on the show today. She's a global keynote speaker and author, and I'm really excited to have her on and share her story with us today on self-confidence. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Tanvi Gautam. Tanvi, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more by yourself to the listeners. I'm great, Sheena. I'm so excited to be on your podcast, which is a fantastic podcast, uh, spotlighting the thought leadership of women. So thank you for inviting me to the show. I am someone who's very passionate about helping individuals and organizations step into their next level of greatness. And that could end up being through the work that I do with the C-suite leaders in designing programs for their leaders in in their organizations. It could end up being through executive coaching. It could end up being through, you know, running the Global Women and Leadership Program here at the university, which is a very, very popular program that uh, we have women flying in from all over the world to attend. And I'm also a mom, which I consider like almost like a full-time job (laughs) more than anything else. So yeah. Thanks for sharing that. And I, I glad, I'm glad that you mentioned, you know, being a mother, because I think being a mom is the most underrated job in the world. Like people don't understand what mothers go through to take care of their children. So I think, you know, it's great that you're able to share that. And Tanvi, what's your cultural background? So I'm ethnically Indian, although I have been mistaken for being Spanish a couple of times, being Egyptian a few more times. And I love it because I think Spanish and Egyptian women are very, very beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. And I think we all get mistaken for something. I know I've been mistaken for like Korean and some other, I don't even remember. <laughs> so I, I think it happens to all of us. And what would be your favorite self-confidence quote? Well, my favorite self-confidence quote is, it doesn't get easier, you become better. And I think I remind myself of that very often when I'm struggling with something that I you know, can't wrap my head around or can't get under control. Because I think many times we take the first sign of failure or something not working out as, oh, it's not meant to be or I'm not meant to be. But I think sometimes people just quit before the miracle and you have to persist. And, you know, one of the things I tell people to do is to kind of think back maybe a year or two about what it is that they have in their life now that they are taking for granted. But at one time, they were working very, very hard at it. And uh, they'll see how far they have come. And no, it didn't become easier. You became better. Thanks for sharing that great quote. And yeah, I totally agree. Because, you know, sometimes if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. And, you know, sometimes you got to go through the hard stuff. I mean, it's just a part of life. And, you know, once we go over that hump, you know, like you mentioned, we become better, we become stronger, we become more confident. So thanks for sharing that great quote. And in your own words, how do you define self-confidence? You know, sometimes people think that self-confidence is this belief that, you know, when I walk into a room that everyone will like me, you know, that that's what confidence is all about. But I really think that confidence for me is being able to walk into a room knowing that not everyone will like me, 
but that I will still be okay that they won't. And I think it has a lot to do with this philosophy that I subscribe to, which is that you know, having self-love, self-compassion, self-awareness is kind of like the underpinning of self-confidence. Like if you've got these three pieces in place, you will end up being more confident. Thanks for sharing that great definition. And Tanvi, what was your life like before your discovery of self-confidence? So, you know, it's that's such an interesting question. I, I kind of don't see it as much as before I found self-confidence and after, because I think there are situations in which all of us are a little bit more self-confident than other situations, right? So I think there could be there could be scenarios or people or projects in which even today I might find that my self-confidence can dial down. So it's not like there was a life before I found it and a life after it, it kind of you know goes up and down depending on where I am in my comfort zone and where I am not. But as I kind of focus on things that help self-confidence, one of the things that I have realized is that by focusing on you know what helps me be more self-confidence is that you know when you are in that valley where you're not feeling very confident, how quickly can you get yourself out of there? And the sooner you can get yourself out of there, you find you're more productive, you are more resilient, you're more creative, you're more of so many things that you were not before you before you became self-confident about doing whatever it is that you were doing. So so I, I kind of see this more as, you know, what I would like to call portals of self-confidence that I kind of end up crossing many, many times in many, many different scenarios. And then that's the kind of common thread that I've seen on how quickly can I train myself to move from not having self-confidence to having self-confidence. Thanks for sharing that. And it's true. Confidence is like something we go through for the rest of our lives because we have new challenges, new setbacks, new roadblocks, new success. And, you know, the more we practice it, the more we, be, we can become confident. And, you know, what was that point in your life when you realized you can go out there and be who you are today, especially, you know, being a, a speaker and author? I mean, what was that aha moment? So this is a very interesting question, right? Because I think a lot of us, when we are focused on our work and, and projects and all of that, we we tend not so much to, you know, think about the influence and impact it's having on others. And I, I remember there was this, you know, I was at a networking event and I was talking actually to Mike Howard, who was at that time the global chief security officer of Microsoft. So obviously somebody very, very senior, somebody who probably like Bill Gates had on his speed dial or whatever. And he and I had been, been talking about the work that I've been doing. And in the middle of the conversation, he says, you know, ultimately, we look to leaders like you to do this. And I kind of looked over my shoulder and like, who's he talking to? Like, I didn't see myself as a leader, right? It was when, and I looked at his face and he was looking straight at me. So he wasn't talking to someone else. And I think it was just in that moment that I kind of realized that, you know what, maybe I am doing things that are having that impact where others might look at me as a leader, but do I necessarily see myself as a leader? And the answer was no, because I was too busy doing the work to be wondering whether I was being seen as a leader or not being seen as a leader. And so one of the things that, you know, I, I tell my clients that I work with is that leadership is not a position. It's like an internalized piece of identity. And a part of it is just learning to accept 
that, you know, you can be doing things where others are looking to you to be a leader in that situation, that you are actually, you know, inspiring other people or by stepping into your power and greatness, giving permission to 10 other people to step into their power and greatness. So it's, it's, it's not so much about like having that that title or that role as much as seeing yourself as someone who is capable of filling those shoes. And I, for me, that moment shifted a lot of things. To have that reflected to me by Mike kind of made me stop and say, so he sees me as that, but do I see myself as that? And, and, and that was a, you know, a reflection point for me. Thanks for sharing that. And it makes a huge difference, right? When someone can see so much greatness in us and what we're destined to be. And sometimes we can't see it because we're so blinded by our self-doubt, our negative self-talk, our, you know, our own worst enemy. You know, we're always thinking about the worst of everything, not realizing we can switch that and think, you know, what could happen? You know, what, what, what blessings can we have in our lives? And, you know, sometimes it just takes one person to see that greatness and realize, you know, maybe I do have something that I can offer to the world. Maybe I can make a a positive impact and help change, you know, lives for the better. And, you know, because of those realizations, what's your life been like now? So I, I think I, I, I walk with a lot more gratitude for being allowed to play in spaces where I can have that impact on others mindfully. I have become much more aware of how I'm coming across in the things I end up saying or you know, given the fact that there are people who might look at me that way, that how can I be a role model that is more authentic and uh, bring more of myself to be able to share that with others so that they feel that they too can do it. You know, that's been a big theme for me is like, if I can do it, I think you can do it too. It's about putting in the work. Uh, to 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 get there, and so I think I became a lot more mindful. But then I also started thinking about well, what what more can I do? So you know, I I've been on the social media influencer list for HR now for like five years in a row, and I tell you every time I show up on that list, yes, of course it's like a celebration. Who who minds not like everybody wants to be on the list of that sort, right? But for me. I see it as a huge responsibility, you know, because my grandmother always kind of taught me to whom much is given, much is expected. And so for every award that I might get or every list that I get listed on, the question is, well, whose life became better because you were on that list? Or what shifted because you were on that list? And if the answer is the only thing that shifted was that you got 500 more retweets because you were on that list, I mean, what a waste that has been, right? So how do I take So that's what I meant when I said the gratitude for being able to to have that impact and how can I leverage it to help other people move forward in their journey wherever they might be has been the shift. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, I love how you mentioned that your grandmother said when much is given, much is expected. And, you know, I think some people don't realize that, right? I mean, yes, it's great to get, like you mentioned, 500 retweets, but, you know, is it creating that impact because you are on a list that is, you know, promoting that? And some people don't realize like it's also a responsibility. Now you have to act with integrity and make sure that, you know, what you're doing is in the best interest of other people at the same time and being authentic at the same time as well. So um, I'm glad that you were able to share that because I mean, there's some people who just, you know, take that for granted and realize like they think they're invincible, nothing bad can happen to them. But, you know, sometimes just one 
malicious act, you know, act of whatever it is, like can damage that. So you have to be realize to like, you know, stay humble and be grateful at the same time that you were blessed with that and that you have the capacity to create that positive impact. So yeah, I hope that made sense. Yeah. No, no, it does. And and it does. Because, you know, the funny thing that I'm noticing is that a lot of people are seeing this concept of influencers now as like a career or a profession. And I, 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 I can't say I completely understand because for me, it is it is a very much earned privilege and responsibility, which goes beyond this idea of brand endorsements or how much can I be paid to, you know, be seen with a particular product or service or uh, so. So it is important to understand that when, when we talk about influencers, I mean, true influences is, is, is not about, you know, just the followers, but, you know, who whose life changed because you woke up this morning? And that's a question people need to ask themselves when they are being listed as these these influencers. And, and, and if it was just your life, well, that's a rather limited sphere of influence, isn't it? Yeah, thanks for sharing that. And, you know, to the woman who's listening to your episode, she may be in her own journey to self-confidence. What would be that one tip you would give to her? I would say that, you know, define success on your own terms. We often buy into definitions or prototypes of success that are handed down to us, sometimes culturally. They are handed down to us, you know, because our parents or their parents thought that, you know, when you are that, you know, doctor, engineer, scientist, academic, whatever was their definition of being successful was kind of handed down to you. And we kind of adopt that sometimes without asking whether that's really what we are looking for. And and that's not very helpful. The number of people who I who, you know, the, the way I think about it is they're they're in the fast lane, but the wrong direction. And so when they reach where they they were aiming for, they may often get there and say, you know, there's there's got to be more to life than what has happened. Uh, or, you know, is this all that there is to it? And and then, you know, I tell them, I said, yeah, so, but I thought that's how you define success. And then that's when the recognition hits that actually, you know what, I didn't define success like that. Somebody else defined it for me. And therefore, it it's an accomplishment, but it feels it feels empty. And so spend a little bit of time asking for what's what's your own definition of success? If you were not trying to live out somebody else's parameter of being successful, how would you really define it? You know, and, and I, I think you need to spend a little bit of time answering that question. Thanks for sharing those great tips. And if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do and check out some of your work, is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with? You can always find me on, 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 on Twitter. I spend a lot of time there. I'm sure you will link to it in the show notes. If you wanted to look up my book, especially your women listeners, it's uh, www.thesparkliswithin.com, which is the name of the book, The Spark Lies Within. So that might be a good place to go. Otherwise, drop a note on LinkedIn and say, hey, I'm a friend of Sheena's and I'll be sure to accept your request. Thanks for sharing that. And to our listeners, if you want to connect with Tanvi, you can also head on over to the TaoSelfConfidence.com and search for Tanvi's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I really just want to thank Tanvi today for taking the time to share her stories and tips with us on self-confidence. So thank you so much, Tanvi. Thank you so much for having me, Sheena. Not a problem. It was really great having you on the show. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Tao of Self-Confidence. 
Want to learn how you can use podcasting to market your business? Download your free report by visiting our website at thetowofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.